Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen only here at Indie Music TV in Ron Konkuma, Long Island. At the board is our super producer, Matty Ice. Matty, how are you? Doing amazing. To the right is the start of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy. Greetings and salutations. Back again. What's going on? Good last show before uh, yeah. the show with the yeah. legends. Yeah, I should have had my uh, rabies shots before uh, that show. I think I got a little excited. Got a little excited. A morning pharaoh. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because uh, our honored guests, uh, <laughs> Sandman and Shane Douglas, are in studio. We'll introduce them in a minute. But they were at a signing, I think, in Copeg, New York. Okay. I was checking in just to see how they were doing, and it looked like Sandman was as tired as you were this morning. Well, Sandman probably has a similar lifestyle. I don't want to say for him, but, uh, you know, <laughs> probably up late and then have to get up early, and then i got to go here. Bananas. There you go. 99 <laughs> bananas. Nice. Monty DeFaro can be seen story. on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, Facebook Live Monty DeFaro page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, the Monty DeFaro page. Yeah. Channel 115 Cable New York. Every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30, we'll, you will see these two superstars in their reduced, condensed. Not reduced. I say reduced. say reduced. It sounds like I have a performance issue. Early risers on Channel 115, 6 a.m. to 6.30, and then on Channel 20 at 2 a.m. to 2.30. Faro time. Right after this commercial break, we'll be back with these pro wrestling icon, ECW icons, Shane Douglas and the Sandman. ECW. ECW. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialists. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. (sighs) Well... For all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York. I want to thank the band that sings the theme song for the Monty Nefaro Show, Wisteria Hall. You can catch Wisteria Hall's music on Spotify, YouTube iTunes and Reverb Nation, along with the lead singer, Jimmy Farrow, to my right, and his partner, Bart Griggs. Catch their music. I would recommend it. All right. Well, our esteemed guests, probably two of the greatest pro wrestlers in the history of pro wrestling. And I was just telling the Sandman and Shane, uh, since Sandman's last appearance, our network has grown tremendously. So we owe a ton of gratitude to both of these two gentlemen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, really important. How are you guys holding up? Doing well, but I gotta say, you guys have like moved up in the world, like like George Jefferson, right? You're moving on We're up. We're moving here on in the up. World. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was. I thought he was gonna break into song. You know, <laughs> Sandman sings "Moving On Up." <laughs> and Weezy would have loved it. Weezy would have loved it. <laughs> no, seriously. How are you guys holding up with COVID and everything that's been going on? I'm I, physically, I'm doing great. Other than getting fat, I just. Uh, I'm just I'm, so over this, you know. Like to fat. me, like 
you know, I've, I've uh, you know, it's all over the place. I had a quick story. I have a 90-year-old neighbor, 89 years old, and she's a frail 89. She smoked for 75, 78 years. Uh, I get a text from her daughter one morning. You know, mom was diagnosed with COVID this morning. She's my buddy, and my heart sunk. I thought, wow. Dorothy's a goner, right? The next morning, late morning, I see him get out of the car, and her walking, mask on, walking up the sidewalk. And my first thought was, like, they sent her home to die? Or, like, what's going on? I was worried sick all night. So her daughter coming out a little while later, and I said, you know, what's the deal? And she said, oh, mom was doing great. She had her on oxygen, lowest level of oxygen, two milliliters for four hours. Her O2 sats got so high that they had to take her back off of it, sent her home. So I'm thinking, like, if the if the 90-year-old uh, chick can, can kick this thing's ass, I'm pr- I know my kids could. And I'm pretty sure the franchise and the magnificent quaff could probably do the same. So I think it was the 75 years of smoking that toughened her up for it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Actually, I, my I, grandma I, smoked that long, dude. Lived to be like low 90s. I read a very strange statistic that said over 90 percent of people who are cigarette smokers and uh, whiskey drinkers are not getting COVID at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been good. I, I think that I think the COVID goes in. Gets a whiff of the whiskey and the, and the, and whatever else you've been smoking goes this yeah, yeah. and gets out. Takes off. Very possible. All right. How about you guys? How are you holding up in it? Uh, I guess I guess up? we're holding up. I'm not holding up. I'm hating. I was telling you guys, I haven't revealed I this. I haven't revealed this, but since I saw you guys uh, back, we had Nikita Koloff in studio. Actually, had a massive heart attack. I had a hundred percent blockage and. My main artery. Holy smokes. I had no idea it was going on. I walked around with for three weeks. I went to the cardiologist. They did, did an EKG. They're like, you got to get to the hospital. Went there. You know, they opened me up. Um, I was just telling Farrell, I got my blood work back. Now, it's funny. Through diet, so I was always a pretty heavy weight lifter, and I always exercise, exercise yeah, and yeah. everything, but I was definitely overweight and overate and like a fat slob that I was, or am. <laughs> but... Uh, now my blood work, everything's the opposite, right? Good. Now it's like your cholesterol's too low. Yeah. You know, now everything's too low. But uh, I've dropped like 65 pounds. And, yeah, I, I thought, I, I, when I looked in this, saw you around the corner, I, I was looking for you, not Rez, when I was looking at you that it was you. Right. You know, you look great. <laughs> well, it was just like, I was, I, I was saying, it was like, I didn't even know it was, I had a heart attack. I was cutting the lawn. I had just worked out, weights, for like yeah. three hours, whatever. Cutting the lawn, my lungs started burning, my uh, right arm started burning, then it went away, and then it just progressively, f- I felt like shit for like weeks upon weeks and upon weeks. But, so did uh, you think COVID? COVID, nothing. No, but know. I'm saying, did you think that like when you were feeling like shit? Uh, no, it wasn't like that type of symptoms, uh, but it, it's, look, it, you know what? Like you said, you're, I'm over it. Like, you yeah. know, you got enough shit to worry about, yeah. your family making money amen and and now you got to deal with oh shit i hope i don't catch covid because right. then you hear that people get covid and once you're past covid all of a sudden now you have brain problems now you have this <laughs> right but then again we just talked about this and we'll probably just talk about it now you can't believe anything you're told yeah. anymore well it's, it's what's ev- happened to this country amen it's everything and it's nothing right like from all we've been told by fake news my neighbor should have been the goner right and then you see other people much younger supposedly dying from it, people getting it, no symptoms. I mean, it's anything and everything. Pick out a symptom, you could have COVID. It could be that symptom, you could have COVID. Die of something else, you could have COVID. And it's just when you turn on, the, for me anyway, as a lifelong watcher of news and politics, 
and literally everything we're being told being a lie. Or, like, I'm catching myself, I'm a pretty darn good researcher, and I'll find something and I'll start to dig into it. And I'll be two, three hours later, and I'm still finding it is, it's not, it's true, it's false, it's bullshit, it's real. And, you know, it's, it's so all over the place. And I know that the average person that's working two jobs or hopefully still working two jobs. Lucky to have one yeah. of the two left. And trying to keep their nose above the water. They don't have time to come down and sit down and say, hey, I just saw this on this network. Mm. Is it real or is it, you know. You're right. It's just, it's it's daunting, and I just, for me, it blows my mind that we're, that we have our news agencies blatantly lying to us. So, you know, for somebody being skeptical of this whole COVID thing, can you blame me for being skeptical? It's up, it's down, it's in, it's out, it's black, it's white, it's it's everything and nothing. Has it changed how you guys go about your daily lives? I Because I'm around, you know, three eighty nine ninety year olds I'll sanitize far more than I usually would, but I, I do the flu season anyway. Okay. I think this thing is ridiculous because it's not going to stop a virus. Right. Uh, now, on the subject, if I can, real quickly. Wait, real sanitize. quick, not to cut you off, but yeah. by the way, I don't I don't necessarily agree with Shane on that. So there's Monty Nefaro face masks that are on sale on the www.montynefaro.com. <laughs> uh, nice. well, those, those ones are different, though. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Shane, I'm sorry. I've heard of shameless plugs, but butt plugs? I can't. That was fucking good. Holy shit. Uh, on, the, on the subject of sanitizing, now, Matt, I don't know if you can get a shot of this, but it's pretty obvious that Sandman is just... The way he's always been. Can I? Can, can you do me a favor, Sam? Man, could you let everybody see your socks? That you, you. He doesn't have any shoes on. I mean, literally. I know, dude. This place is so nice. I just snuggled right in. Shoes off. Put some popcorn in the microwave. The mask went flying. The shoes came off. I'm like, what's going on? Hey, here? the couch is comfy this yeah, time. Pipe out clean. Not sitting in a fold-up metal chair. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were at an autograph signing. How clean was that place? The, the one you were at before. Was it all right? How clean? Yeah. How cl- was it clean? <laughs> well, well, yeah, it was clean, but it was cluttered. There was a yeah. sh- just oh, okay. shit. You, I love it going into places like that because I. It's like I was just there, like I don't know, let's let's say two months ago, and uh, <laughs> and you always find something new to fucking like okay. well, a different doll, a magazine, right. a fucking right. picture that right. you didn't fucking say. So I, I like it. It's like Did a you little, keep your shoes on. It's like a little longer. treasure trove from yeah. <laughs> I kept the shoes, shoes on, on over there. All right, so this you is didn't want to go into their bathroom. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on what went down January 6th, if I can. Okay, this is not a wrestling question. This is a reality question. Yeah. What, how did Fuck you guys... wrestling. Let's talk real yeah, life. Yeah, let's talk real life. Well, how did you guys feel on January 6th when that shit went down? Heartbroken, right? I mean, it, it, to me, again, like as somebody, my dad was a World War II vet raised with, you know, the pride of the country and everything. That's the kind of stuff that should not be happening in this country. Agreed. But... I, like my professors in college taught me to take, take five steps back to get the macro view. Why are those people doing it? Mm-hmm. What's got them so pissed off that they mm. want to storm the Capitol? Mm. And it, when you listen to the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, they are so tone deaf to what's going on out here. What mm. they're putting all of us through in our families. I, I read, told Hack earlier, uh, 30, 40% of small businesses, if it goes on much longer, another 30 or 40%, 80% of the jobs in this country come from small businesses. Mm-hmm. My sister-in-law and my brother passed away. Uh, uh, she and they're still me. trying to push their fake fucking unemployment rate is like 6.9%. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, it, it, yeah. it's impossible for What it do you think it is, Sam, man? I would, I would think it was almost double. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. How did you feel on January 6th when you saw what you saw? I don't know, dude. I feel uh, aghast, but then once, once you look into... Where the... 
fuck was the regular security at that place? <laughs> I totally agree. Or, are you kidding me? Uh, well, they, they pulled people out two days so before think, instead of putting more in. It was easy. made to happen uh, for some reason. Exactly. You think uh, our old friend Devil Pelosi was like, okay, let dude, them all in. So dude, then literally, we it was like plastic fence. It was like a plastic fence yeah. that they had to move. And, right. and the whole place was theirs. Right. Well, was, uh, right. There were videos online shortly after that that were taken down. I've since found them again. Where you can see the Capitol Police holding the doors open for them, wel- welcoming them in, mm. uh, which seems odd to me. Yeah, a uh, bit, yeah. You know, especially if you've got Congress and they're doing something that's pretty important. <laughs> uh, then, then and we've been here now and again. I say all this with if it's true, because you know I don't have ninety hours today to sit down and decide right. is this piece of information I'm getting from CNN true or not. But you hear right. all these pieces that the FBI knew about it for two weeks. At least there was all this chatter. The New York, all the, there was tons of it. chatter, dude. They're listening to us right now on our phones, dude. Right. They know the Capitol Police requested multiple times. Now we're finding out that Trump offered up ten thousand National Guard's troops, <laughs> all turned <laughs> down. So again, like, hmm. what? What was the who impetus was of this pulling thing? them yeah, strings, dude? Pulling dude. Strings. No Very question. Interesting. Thoughts on the new president? <laughs> Nothing yet. He's always done now. To me, he's just got rid of shit that Trump did. Yeah, well, let's go back into the climate accord. Let's stop building the wall. You know, let Iran build bombs. Let's change this. What? Let Iran build bombs. He wants to go back to that. Uh, dude, okay. A- first of all, dude, we've been saying since the early seventies that if Iran has a nuclear fucking capabilities. True. Dude, we killed one of their best scientists like ten years ago. We right. stuck a we stuck a magnetic bomb. A dude on a motorcycle stuck a magnetic yeah. bomb on his taxi and blew the dude's sky out. Right. That was like ten years ago, dude. Don't, so- we've been saying that for years, dude. And what is it, Iran? Dude, Pakistan and India have a, have why? What is Pakistan doing with the fucking nuclear weapon? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't understand. Because India gotcha. got one. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Who, who, who gets to be one of the five? So does the Middle who, East? Does the Middle East concern the Sandman, or is just like, oh, stop dude, it? Dude, it's even. been that way. They've been fighting for thousands and of years. And they'll continue to, right? That's the, you're not changing shit over there. It the got worse. It got worse when we put Israel on the fucking map after World War II, yeah. when there was no such thing as Israel. All right, we're, you know what? We need a little security guard over there for right. the United States and give them all their fucking all, let, all their military let, shit. Let's back up. How did you think former President Trump did in his four years in office? Dude, look what he... All right, just think about this. The day he gets into office, let's say that stock market's at 18009 The day the corona hits, the stock market's at almost $29,000. In less than a year, he's got, he had it back and higher than $29,000. That's all he had to do. You know, that's right. basic economics. Any other man would have done that. He'd have fucking won more fucking votes ever than in the history of any other election, dude. <laughs> If you pulled off fucking financially with the, even, I'm not saying that the stock market is it's just smoke and mirrors and inflated somehow, but um. So do you guys feel that he was basically fucked from day one when it came to media manipulation? Well, you heard how it was. Yeah. You, oh, you yeah. just heard it was it was never anything good about Trump. Right. It's like funny. How come his his wife's supermodel and everything never heard a word about her style? Biden's wife's in there one day. They're talking about she's a new style trendsetter. It's a perfect little bullshit example, oh, though, but God. it's one that people can believe in. What oh, I loved God. was, did you guys catch the town hall last week? With, uh, yeah, Anderson I caught the first half, and I was question, just like, yeah, you got the president of the United States standing on the stage, right? And the question, the tough ball, you know, the, the tough curveball <laughs> he throws to Biden is, what's it like being in the White House? After 50 years of being there, what's, you know, how's it feel? 
And, you know, with all due respect, that's fine of a question, but where's the next question of, hey, you got 11,000 Keystone Pipeline workers you put out of work and another 100,000 ancillary workers in that area, and now you want to shut down these others and on mm. and on and on. No tough ball questions like that. When he was, he and his wife were out last week in the in, in the, and he knows all of them before that they're fucking yeah, uh, yeah, before no, no. They, he's already practiced. Yeah. Them, so you, you, so know you, you bring up the pipeline. So I, I did a conversation with my wife. My too. wife's been screaming about that pipeline, about closing it down forever and ever ever. I said, dude, is it, is it over a fucking half of it already made? Yeah, it's, yeah. there's just a couple of parts but, where aren't they fight with but, the Indians. But I said to my wife, like you're, you're not feel like because thank God I've been working this whole time. Not a problem. She's been working. We're not feeling what these other people are feeling. Right. It's very easy to say, close it down, be unemployed, right. whatever. It's, right. it's, 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 it, well, there's a couple points about this. Uh, first of all, by stopping that pipeline, you'd think, okay, well, the United States is saving money. Backtrack for a second. That oil is still going to be coming from the sands. The yes, sands. and it's the shittiest oil you can fucking get from <laughs> anywhere, and it takes more process to fucking get the shit into a car right. than it takes than any other oil that you right, can get anywhere. Right. So now, so. instead of coming in on a clean pipeline, they're going to be coming in by train and by truck. I, I would guess probably spewing a few more, little more CO two than that pipeline would have. But as far as the United States government, let's say Hack in his construction business has. Some you know he's he's ordered up a thousand cubic yards of steel and and they own for that. Uh, plus they have a contract for so long they're gonna have to pay out the contract. They're not gonna have to pay him to get rid of that steel or store that steel. So this is gonna end up costing us about six billion dollars more on top of it. And I, I guess money's become has become like air now. Let's just spend and keep spending mm. and spending and spending. Uh, Doesn't matter. It's not worth anything anymore, dude. Yeah, it's it's just, it's just it's not. There's no gold. We're, we're talking about we're it. Talking before, about There's no gold backing up this money. Dude. It's all we're fake just money. Shit. It's all fake money. We're just printing it. And I, I hope we don't end up like the Soviet Union did. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Remember the remember this little cliche. Uh, we're going to build it back better. Well, building if you're going to build your house back better, that would insinuate that you're going to either tear the old one down. Or it's burned down or something. You're not going to go to a perfectly nice house and say, well, let's build it back better. Uh, you know, you've been following politics as long as I've been teaching it. You can sort of see through these buzzwords and phrases. So the insinuation of build it back better means you've got to destroy it first, right? Mm -hmm. And it, let's face it, the last four years have been pretty good economically for the country. So hard to come in and say we can build it back better. Who wants to leave the, the, the smoking hot economy to try something else? So let's destroy it. Let's put us all out of work. Let's shut down all these small businesses. Mm. Uh, let's kill these pipelines and kill the wall and all these other projects that are going midstream. And, you know, in the meantime... If we're spending any money, we should be spending it on infrastructure, dude. Amen. There's like thousands of bridges fucking right now across the United States that could fucking easily collapse, dude. Like the one that in fucking uh, not too far from Pittsburgh. Didn't want... The last one, it was like that less was than Minnesota, 10 years. Oh, yeah, I know it's somewhere out there, but yeah, dude, our infrastructure is, is crumbling bad, dude. Well, how do you feel about now that they want to, within an eight-year plan, to allow over 12 million illegal immigrants back into the country? Oh, yeah, that's going to be great for our fucking economy. <laughs> are you kidding? All right, we don't have enough jobs as it is. Right. Let's be 12 million more. What are we going to give them? We're going to put them on a year fucking unemployment fucking uh, when they get here, too? But it could be good for you because what I see is all these people on unemployment getting these, this free funding. They take this money. This you know this government money, and then they buy wrestling autographs. <laughs> or no, they send it back home. 
There you go. They send it back home. With That's the what they do. With, with the autograph. Let, let me let me ask you guys to chime in on this. Uh, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban has oh. decided that he doesn't want to play the national anthem during his games. What do you think? It's prerogative. Is it his prerogative though? Yeah. It that, doesn't bother. It's obviously his prerogative. There's no law that says that you have to play it before before ever. Right. There's no law there. Well, they don't play it before pro wrestling events, do they? Of course they do. They do? Paul McArena used to play yeah. the national anthem? I remember them playing oh, it before the before. Do the they do it in live shows? Yeah. Do they really? Okay. Did we ever do it? They'll put a kid in the ring. And uh, uh, okay, yeah, that but, that, but I just did, to me, I don't remember, like, ECW doing it. One so, time and 911 chokeslammed. Uh, <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> So how does that bother you personally, though? Does it bother you at all that the national anthem is being played with like this? No, absolutely not. Shame. Dude, Shame. dude, when I look at the flag, I, I, I don't look at the flag like, you know, when I was younger, it was, hey, the stars and stripes and Francis Scott Key freaking when the bombs are bursting mm. in air. You know what I'm mm. saying, dude? And, and France comes and saves us and everything, but... To me, I look at it as it's some of the nasty shit that we do all over the planet. Like, like try and create other governments all the time, everywhere, and it blows up in our face. You know what I mean? Stuff like the, the Bay of Pigs, Somalia, dude. We're just, we're not, we're, we're not government built. We shouldn't be doing stuff like that. And when I look at the flag, that's the kind of stuff that I see. I see it's not taking care of our veterans at all. Right. It's a right. joke. Our veterans fucking right. get hurt. We send them over. We send them over there to possibly die, and they can't get proper health care when they get them back to the United States, dude. Right. That's kind of that's some of the stuff that I see when I see the flag now. Yeah. Over, the, over time, it's uh, the the ideology that we grew up when we were younger has basically been beaten out of us. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. You know, just the life experiences, experiencing what the country's put us through over the last, you know. Especially twenty years. To me, nine eleven changed everything personally. But, yeah. Well, absolutely. The Patriot you know. Act. Nothing's uh, in the same sense. That was a work too. Yeah, I agree. You know, with Bush and Osama bin Laden's dad were in the same hotel when that happened, mm. and the, and the bin Laden's were the only people in the world that were allowed to get on a plane and fly anywhere within the next like seventy two hours. My mm. wife forbade me to even talk about that because you know she's like. Don't talk. You sound like a nutcase, but I totally agree. What happened to all the gold that was underneath? What that was underneath? Fucking the, the first tower, dude. There was is billions. It, there was supposedly billions and billions of dollars of gold underneath that is place. It, is it off? And it would never have melted. You would have always found it in the cleanup. I want to get Shane's opinion on what he feels. What's going on with the country? Because I think it's important to understand. Oh, what well, I, I think it's it's just a, first of all the thing that blows my mind. And when I taught, and throughout my life, I've been, since old enough to understand it, I am a staunch constitutionalist. Every answer to every problem we have is in that document. Uh, you may not like that answer, but it's there. And you have the right to change it if you don't like that, and, you know, the, the, without getting into the boring civics lesson. Uh, when I see a social platform, and I'll give you both sides of the argument, and then I'll knock the other sides down, uh, where we're being censored off of social media, right? And what did the other side say? Yeah, but those are private companies. Okay, so let me refresh their memory what the Constitution says. Congress shall make no law infringing the freedoms of speech, press, religion, and assembly. So I would ask to anybody out there, Congress passes a law called Section 230 that gives them total immunity. So if the local newspaper here goes out and says, Shane Douglas is a drug dealer, I can sue the shit out of them because it's not true uh, for slander and libel. But you can go on there, you can freeze me out, 
you can have people say the most horrible things about me on there or the greatest things about me on there, and I, I can't even respond because I've been locked out. That's called censorship in my book. And that's the kind of stuff you see happening that if you go back and look at your history books, that's the first thing that Mao did when he took over China, the first thing Castro did, the first thing Hitler did. All of them. All of them. All yeah. the despots, right? And so now we're seeing this country, but yeah, but it's okay because yours is hate speech. Well, who's the, who's the decider and the arbiter of that? If I get to be the arbiter, I'm all for it. I'm guessing you guys probably wouldn't be, and people on the other side probably wouldn't be. Like, I used to tell my kids when I taught, uh, you know, I'd walk into the classroom, and I'd start into the Bill of Rights, and I'd give them the franchise glare for, like, 30 seconds, uncomfortable, right? How many people here would like to shut Mr. Martin up? And the smart asses would shoot their hand up really quickly, right? And the other kids, after you told them, if I promised you you couldn't get in trouble, and they sort of sheepishly put their hands up, pretty much everybody in the room would like to shut Mr. Martin up. And I, my, the, the, my intro to the, the First Amendment was, be careful what you ask for, because once you shut me up, it's only a matter of time before they shut you up. It has to be unfair. The First Amendment isn't there for popular speech. That doesn't need to be protected. We're all cheer, rah, rah, that. It's for when a Martin Luther King comes along and says, I, you know, I, I, I look for the day that my children will be judged by the content of their character or the color of their skin. That was extremely, extraordinarily unpopular at the time, yet it was protected. Uh, the Nazis that go out, the neo-Nazis, the Klu Klansmen, that's all protected speech as long as they don't yell with the proverbial fire in a, in a, in a crowded theater or you're a drug dealer yeah, or go whatever. In the fire in a theater, uh, yeah. you know, and, and so when I see censorship, that pretty much tells me that they're afraid to engage in a debate of ideas. And so just shut me down, you win automatically. Uh, and, and it's an extraordinarily dangerous place. I, the, the direction this country's heading right now scares me, not for me, for my children. Yeah. I wonder about the moral, the morale of citizens in other countries like in Russia or in China, because Russia, I don't believe Russia and China lets the press have the liberties that we do here. No. no so do I they what shut their down their is. internets? Mm. China, both, both countries don't let you see everything on the internet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Everything's fucking. Do you, you think get this and that's do you it, think people? That's good or bad in no, it's obviously bad. where we have just an influx of diarrhea. Well, yeah, it's your job as a human being to be an, to an sort intelligent human being to decipher it, dude. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Funny. But when you have the diarrhea that's posted the on, on social media also right. being then pushed by the media, the mainstream media, right? Uh, it, it gives it some air of legitimacy. And, and you know, Social media is media now. Right. It really yeah. is. But if yeah. you notice what they do with all these is it, like, it doesn't matter how grand the lie is, they'll put a snippet of truth in there. So then if you say, well, all this other stuff is crazy, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Mm. And, and they'll point back to the one fragment of truth that's in it. Um, you know, it's incredibly dangerous uh, uh, anytime you start to engage in censorship. But uh, I was going to make a point there with, uh, it'll pop back in my head in a second. It's, it, we're, we're heading in a direction that's not good. And when a... 50% of the country is being shut up and threatened, canceled. Uh, Literally 50%. Yeah. You know, and it's never been like that before, right, dude. Right, You've right. never seen a divide like this right. now. Even socioeconomics fucking divide and, and the fucking just your your political thinking divide, the way you fucking want to bring up your kids and the divide, you know, you know what I mean? Sure. What's going to, like, to me, when I think of that, like, I think of... Do, do we realize now that uh, that if the government keeps going the way it does with this regime in here, that you're going to be able to abort a child at like eight months old, at eight months mm. in, in in a mom's stomach? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Dude, that's a big divide from fucking, from a lot of this country in there. It's yeah. just a tiny little example, yeah. you know what I mean, dude? Yeah. We are a divided country, dude, and half of them carry guns, and the other of them carry fucking mops and fucking brooms, dude, yeah. and knives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The right. fucking the GOPs carries all the guns, dude. Right. And, and we've reached a place where you can't even talk, right? If you try right. to engage in a conversation with somebody on ideas... You automatically get labeled as this or that. Sure. And and, and both sides engage in it. Uh, the party politics that we're seeing right now disgust me. I mean, no, but they're both fucked. You know why? Because if Trump starts his own party, he can third way win his... Just like oh, Jesse God. the body got into being the well, governor because there was a three-way that's, split. That's he what, won with like 29% of the vote. That's what the devil's trying to do. She's trying to eliminate the possibilities well, of this happening. Well, that's why they wanted to impeach him the second yeah. time so he could never come back fucking that's run right. for office. And they wanted to throw his family in there too. Are world, you serious? A world without ECW. You know what I'm saying? But that's what the whole what they're trying to do. That's what it's that, that's what that second impeachment was about, dude. Get out of here. They're like, dude, you ain't ever running again for office. Not even fucking school fucking Trump's, council or whatever. Trump's going to do a Paul Heyman. Is that what you get out here? That's pretty cool. I'm going to just throw a like insert that. in here. I bet none of you expect to get geopolitics from Sandman. Yeah. No. How about that? But what's really shocking to one of the fans out there, I think it's kind of fun, they're what's saying, that? Sandman, what the fuck? You're drinking milk? <laughs> what? No, it's water. It's just a milk container. Oh, looks, I, uh, yeah. I fill okay. with water. Okay. Uh, yeah, I drink, dude, I drink three things. Milk, water, and 99 bananas. That's 99 bananas. No soda, no iced tea, no coffee, no nothing, dude. Those three things. <laughs> and milk with cereal, pretty much. Yeah, you also want, one of the fans want to know, is that Pena smoking legal in New York right now? Yes. That's what he said. I'm, I'm, talking I'm, I'm here and I'm licensed in New York. I say yes. So you're in front of the pharaoh. It is. Uh, uh, it's just it's just CBD, I promise. There you go. Guys, over the last year, around the time that we had you uh, on the show, um, we also had Animal from the Road Warriors. Any thoughts on uh, Animal and his passing while I got you guys here? Yeah, I, I, I got the text early that morning. <laughs> and immediately jumped on the internet thinking this has to be bullshit mm. um and i texted his wife kim and uh several hours went by so i sort of started breathing easier you know and about three hours later she texted i, I texted her please tell me this is bullshit and uh she texted back it isn't mm. uh you know i i've known joe for 30 plus years uh used to travel together uh back in the day uh you know, I'd be like the little gremlin just like digging at him and, you know, all day long to entertain myself right until he'd snap and threaten to break my neck or something. <laughs> uh, you know, but he, just, just a good dude. Uh, you know, he he was a staunch Christian, uh, you know, especially as he, as he got older. Um, you know, found a great wife in Kim, uh, real sweetheart. And then to hear that, and I've, I, you know, I've heard different things. I've never really dug into it in my head with all these guys and friends of ours that are dying and have died in my head i have them on a japan tour you know so like they'll, they'll be coming back from japan soon mm. uh you know so i haven't really dug into it, but i heard heart i heard cancer i've heard so many different things and again how the internet we're talking about the internet with the rumor mill you don't really know what it is or is it all i know is my friend's gone mm. and uh yeah i mean you talk about one of the iconic wrestlers right from the from the glory years uh the road warriors when that iron man would hit and they'd come with that curtain electricity 
Thought Sandman? No, the place would explode. What was I just? I was just watching a documentary. Were they on Vice documentary or something? They were. I was on hold. Oh, whatever it was, yes, it was yeah. good. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Because I didn't. I didn't get to see a lot of them because, dude, I didn't, until I got cable in like 1979. You know what I'm saying? And then, and I don't know, but I didn't know him. I I didn't know the dude when when I was wrestling. I only met him afterwards when I'd see him at autograph signings all the time. Yeah. yeah, he was cool. Well, speaking of, like, icons, right, you guys, you chose a career, um, which certainly it could go in a tanker fairly quickly, or you could be at the level of you guys where you, you're such an influence. How does it feel like after all this time that thousands and thousands of people want your autograph, they still want to talk to you? That I should have appreciated it more when I was doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, literally, it's the first thing that comes to my head. Yeah, absolutely. It blows my mind. I... When I was coming into wrestling, I was looking up at, you know, the Bruno San Martinos and the Harley races. And I mean, just these, like, wow. And, you know, they have had the pleasure of learning from them and working on shows with them and, and just getting to know them. Uh, and, and you see, as, you know, the sands of time pass, there will come a time, hopefully way down the road, where he and I will be gone. Uh, for me, personally, I'm, I'm sure for all of us, to have come into this business and you don't even have any inkling that you can have a career, let alone have a long career, and then beyond that, that anybody remembers anything that I did, uh, like, to me, it just still blows my mind. Like, we were on, on the, the signing earlier, and I told, you know, said what message to the fans. I said, thank you, you know, for, for allowing me, this idiot from New Brighton, Pennsylvania, to have had a career. Uh, and I've loved every second of it. You know, the, the shit side of the business is the shit side of the business. But, you know, I, I don't see Hack for a year. We see each other. It's always a hug. Hey, we catch up. We'll go, you know. Right where we left off. Yeah, right where we left off. You know, it's a great fraternity. Keep calling him that WCW name. It's <laughs> does it, does it, driving well, me. We always call him Dude, that's my friends. name. My grandparents called me that. Parents. <laughs> my kids. I, no, I, I get my it. oldest boys. The only one that does it is I can't get my 12-year-old to call me Hack. He's still calling me is, Dad. Is it a little bit? Oh, but my grandson and my granddaughter Hack. Right. Yeah. But, right. He, but, well, he's right. only nine months right. old, but he, I, we hacked him, and yeah. I already am now. Yeah, I get so it. what do you call him, like Hack Jr.? Hack. Nah. No. He's got, junior, right? he's got Bill junior. Watts mitts, this kid. Nine months old. He's, so he's nine months old. So he doesn't bars. have skinny kid's fingers. I'll show you. This, this, this okay. kid's got free. Did, Get him a cane yet? So does it hurt more that you have this extended family when all these friends are passing away like this? I mean, obviously every, it hurts when you have all sorts yeah, of... Dude, you have this big, I, long family. I friend. was over... I, I, I've been immune to my friends dying ever since we went through that span of those five years and yeah. like 30 dudes and stuff, dude. I just, I, I, no emotion comes to me anymore. Really? Because wow. it's been, it was so prevalent for a long time, you, you know, know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know. oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, dude, I'm, I'm just immune to it. Even mm -hmm. if it's somebody from high school that I was friends with, and, you know, because, you know, I'm at my, you know, I went to, I graduated in like 81, and those people were starting to die, I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, I'm just, I'm immune to death. You guys and it's because of that. Understood. You guys ever come across Brody Lee, who just recently passed out? Uh, Luke Harper from uh, WWE? I've met him a couple times. He seemed like a really nice guy, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, uh, and again there, like, all I heard was he died with something lung-related. Was it COVID, or was there any... So, you know what, you can't ever figure out anymore what anyone passes away from. Yeah. And, I, like, that's the first thing that happens. When you find out someone passed away, it's like, what did they pass away from? Right. Like, it's, a, I don't know, I guess it's just, it's human nature, right? And sure. Like, even with Kevin Green, the football star, right? Mm. Still don't know how that guy died. Yeah. 
you know, they say could have been a heart attack. Yo, dude, one, dude, he's a pretty fucking uh, hyper person anyway. You do yeah. enough juice like that for enough years, dude. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Just, yep. I do yeah. know one thing COVID did that I will never forgive it for. It killed Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. So fuck off, COVID. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> with you. So how could you Mary Ann? Well, with that, we're going to take a quick oh, commercial break, and uh, Sandman and Shane Douglas will be dropping. We'll be back with some more John. politics and some world affairs. <laughs> Sit right back and you'll hear a tale. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631 631- Two nine nine three five nine five. That's six three one two nine nine three five nine five. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. Jeff Quest Graphics Design. Custom vinyl lettering and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest Graphic Design. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York, Ron Konkama. We have the honor of having these two great superstars, Mr. Shane Douglas and Mr. Sandman, but we're going to call him Hack. Okay. Um, I'm on board now. My forward. brother gave me that name when I was five years old. He was like eight years old, so I've had it since then. Beautiful. That's how I got in WCW. Nash is walking up to me in the hallway one day, and he goes, "He goes, they're not, they don't want they, you're not using the Sandman name. They're worried about getting sued." He goes, "What do you want to be called?" I said, "Hack." He goes, "Okay." Literally, it was like a 10, <laughs> 10 was, 15 second conversation. That was difficult. What was that because of Metallica with Sandman? No, nah, it was because yeah, I own the shit, and I proven that I own the shit. But they're worried about Sandman comic book and Sandman fucking concrete company in California suing them. Sandman comic book, Neil Gaiman, DC Comics. Okay, that I can... I used to wear his shirts to the ring, actually, but nobody yeah. knew who, what they were or anything. Oh, you I mean, used to wear the striped shirt? The, the Sand, well, no, the Sandman comic shirt. Oh, he yeah, had a couple different ones, like oh, okay. four different ones he sent to me. Man, you should have wore that Sandman striped shirt. That would have been fucking sick. I wasn't even right. thinking about oh, that, right? right. Oh. Well, yeah, as long as they pay you, who gives a shit, right? That's the way I think about <laughs> yeah, it. That's what we were just fun. talking about while we were off air, Shane. asked what I thought was happening, how I felt about the country. I'm like, look, as things get better, I don't give a shit. And again, if they pay you, to, you know, not to use Sandman, who gives a shit, right? It doesn't really matter. You, you're, you're the gimmick anyway. Yeah, but it would have been nice. It would have been nice to, yes, and they'd st- I signed a $750,000 fucking deal with them. It would have been nice to have the same wrestling name pretty much your whole career. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. There's not a lot of guys can say that. You know, no. you know what I mean? He had a 30-year career, and you had the same name the whole time. And on booking level, you were coming in as a ACW legend. I mean, to me, it was I was I was like, why is he, why is he not called Sandman? Oh, and uh, then they made it hardcore hack, which I hated because there was hardcore that's, Holly. See, I fucking hated that. Complain nothing. Happened. Yeah, that kind of ruined it for me too. Shane, real quick, I never realized that you actually broke an ECW broke Pitbull number two's neck. Is that so? Is there some kind of discrepancy going on? Whether it was real or you? I was real. I mean, oh, it was fucking real, dude. The oh, halo and everything. Yeah. Here, here's the. the, the 
the funny thing about that was that he all day long, you know, I was going to do a single arm, single drop DDT, and he kept telling me he's going to take it like a DDT. And I said, I kept telling him no because my weight's going to pull you off. Instead of coming straight, you're going to get pulled to a side and cause what's called a Jefferson fracture. Well, he kept saying it all day long, even though I would tell him the reasons not. I figured he was fucking with me. So I come off the ropes in the, later in the night and give it to him. And instead of getting that boom bump, you know, that bounce bump, it was like a thunk, like it hitting concrete. And I looked over and I saw Gary roll into the apron. It looked like he was selling. Mm. And later that night in the dressing room, he's going, I got a kink in my neck. And he keeps jerking his neck around, right? So Monday morning, Todd Gordon calls me and said, you hear about Gary? I said, no. He said, he's in surgery right now. You broke his neck. Because Todd and I used to always rib each other, right? Mm-hmm. I said, Todd, I ain't falling for it. I said, he was jerking his neck all over the place Friday, Saturday night at the building. He's fine. So I didn't buy it the whole week until like, the next week we get to, to work. right? Walk in. <laughs> Gary's got this thing sc- yeah. screwed into his skull. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my eyeballs went boing, boing, boing. Like, holy shit. He had a bad fracture, too. And they, the doctors told him had he not had such a thick strong neck that it would have killed him or crippled him you know one of the two and uh, uh dude i broke my c4 in half in the match with cactus shack totally my fault um it's spot that i dreamt of doing with the table or whatever but uh, i got, got, got cracked by the chiropractor the next day and russ and russ was wrestling the next weekend wow didn't know it until a couple years later when I got hurt in that junkyard match in WCW. Went to the hospital. They gave me a CAT scan. I told them, I, I, I said, they, they, they thought my neck was broken right away. I'm like, dude, I, my, I've been hurt worse than this. My neck's not broken. So finally, by about 6 a.m. in the morning after the MRI, they're like, yeah, you're right. This was broken like five to ten years ago. <laughs> Holy cow. And I was walking around with a fucking wrestling yeah, with get, a broken neck no. for years. You get killer weed. I mean, for you weeks. got to share. I <laughs> fucking did. I don't know. I'm pretty lucky, dude. <laughs> I was getting, it's weird to say it, because when I was getting off the Oxycontin in the hospital, hmm. I'm in there for like three weeks, and I'm watching TV one day, and all of a sudden, I thought I was having a stroke. My whole body, I went blind, my whole body stiffened out, and right after this happened, like a seizure, the nurse looked at me, she said, what the hell was that? And I said, you tell me. Well, they started running tests and everything, and after four or five days of tests, biopsies, MRIs, CAT scans, x-rays, the doctor came in and said, when did you break your neck? I said, I never broke my neck. He said, no, you've had a broken neck. He said, the only thing that causes this is infection, surgery, or broken neck. I said, well, had to be the infection. I've never had surgery. I never broke my neck. So they went down and same thing, put you in the MRI machine specifically for the neck now. Came back and said, sure enough, bilateral fracture of C3. And But it, like I always told people, the doctor then and told people since, in wrestling, your neck and back are always sore. Yeah, sure. They're both hurting me right now a little bit. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's constant pain. It'll be that way for the rest of your life. You know, On a cold, that, rainy you, day, you, forget it. Do you get up every morning in a lot of pain? Is that no, 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 because I'm, I'm such my, I have such a sedentary life right now. And it's not like I ain't hopping out of bed like I used to. You know what I mean? Now it's more like, yeah. Pull yeah. a chair over, careful, push Sam, up man. on that. Careful. <laughs> Take oh, yeah. your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the uh very controversial crucifixion angle, obviously, between Raven and the Sandman. Uh, Shane, is it true you brought Kurt Angle to this uh, this particular event where this happened? I didn't bring him. He, uh, How that happened was he had been offered, I think, a million dollars to do one appearance for for WWF. Okay. And turned them down because he had just come off the Olympics with the gold medal. I think he, you know, he, the guy got screwed. Like he wasn't one of those guys that like cashed in and made big money from it. Mm-hmm. But he was still real guarded about his, part, his, his you know, his, his image at the time. Yeah. 
I connected to him through Mark Madden at okay. Paul's behest, and and I spoke to him on the phone. He was very nice, and he said, uh, "I was going to be very careful." He said, "I can't be involved in any kind of crazy shit or whatever." Because and I got it right. You know, the guy's trying to build a career. So we come to the building. This happens, and Paul, all I heard was like. Paul Heyman's running down the stairs from the crow's nest as fast as he can. He said, you better get up here right away. Kurt's losing his mind. Well, I didn't know what was going on. I said, over what? And he pointed at me. I thought I went, oh, Because I promised him that would happen, right? So uh, he came down, and, and, and he was hot, but he, you know, once we explained to him and everything, he was fine. He sort of calmed down a bit from there. Uh, you know, but Kurt was, uh, I just saw him a few weeks ago. He's always been very gracious, uh, very easy to talk with reasonable um and he was that he was hot again you can understand but he uh you know he understood and then like the, the part that like could would never happen today we didn't want that leaking out to hurt him mm-hmm. so we pulled all the uh, blackjack and linda rufo and bill and uh, george and bill after all you know pulled everybody back uh george tahinas and explained to them and said you know please and they didn't go out for a while I mean, those pictures stayed kayfabe for a while. And, you know, I think once Kurt saw that, like, he was, I think, even more relieved that, you know, that we were living up to our word. And uh, just one of those. But, again, that, it, the whole thing happened over the freedom that we had in ECW. Sure. Right? Like, Hack and, 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 uh, uh, and Scotty were in charge of their angle. Uh, I was in charge of my stuff, whoever I was working with. And, you know, so something like that happens. That's how we always ran every show. Paul mm-hmm. would give you a finish, and, and you, you might get that five minutes before match time. And the rest of it was up to you. Did you? Five of eight, dude. He doesn't even have the card put together yet. It sounds true. We were the only company that ever advertised just people. Didn't even advertise matches, dude. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Fly. Like in today's wrestling, right? I guess they got it from the movies, but they show you every match that's going to be on before you... Isn't there something lost with that whole thing? Like, wouldn't you rather just be like, don't know it? Like, for example, I got a choice of watching some old movie I've seen a hundred times or AEW comes on. AEW shows their whole lineup, and I'm like, forget it. Not watching this crap tonight. Moving on. They tip their hands right at the beginning of the show. Here's everything you're going to see. I I prefer surprise. Right. Let me have a couple of surprises. Vince McMahon in the old days used to say, on this show you're going to see Mil Mascaris. He didn't say who he's fighting. Right. You're going to see him. Yeah. You know, so that's all changed, too. Uh, just out of curiosity, Shane, did the did the crucifixion angle make you feel uncomfortable at all? No. Sam, were you like, yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. Let's do this? <laughs> I he, loved it. He rules. I mean, come on. I loved <laughs> he, it. He dude, dude, you're always looking for to be the first to do something. Sure. You know what I mean? Cigarette, cane, sure. fucking beer, five-year-old kid in the sure. ring, dude. You're look, always looking for something to be the first something, dude. Right. And what so, happened six months later? They did it on WWE. Thank you. Not as good either. Sam, and C4P is asking, does Triple H ever send you royalties for lifting your gimmick? I don't know what this is about. Are they saying they stole your gimmick? Is he talking about Stone Cold? Well, Stone Cold. I guess. I don't know. Stone Cold didn't steal my fucking gimmick, dude. I went out there and drank a fucking six-pack of my answer, smashed it on my head, and bled before I got into the ring. (laughs) Stone Cold had a beer after a match. I never saw Stone Cold Cold steal my gimmick. By the way, were those Marlboros? <laughs> Camel, non-filter. <laughs> Dude! You, oh, he's great. He's great. I, yeah, me too. I don't know if you guys know this, but now strikes. the lawyer who is representing a lot of the past WWE stars that Ooh. have passed away is now bringing a court case to the Supreme Court against the WWE. Really? For brain damage against all these wrestlers. I guess they went into Stuka's brain. Are you okay? What's he talking about? <laughs> 
What do you guys feel about that? It went into Snooker's I didn't join it. He enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it was, there you go. He... Dude, I was at that company for a short, for a short time. You know what I'm saying, and I was doing a lot of fucking shit like that. You know what I'm saying. So to me, it, well, one, I want to get in this Hall of Fame someday. <laughs> and, if you, and if you get on the lawsuit, there's no chance of that, right, dude. Right. And two, but I just wasn't there long enough. You know, if I had my whole career there, it was ECW, maybe. Right. But. Well, how how do you feel about that? With you know, Vince seems to be bearing the brunt. Of every wrestler who's wrestled in the last 40 years. What about the guys Well, of course, spend, because he's the one with all the money. But what about the guys who spend most of their career with guys like Crockett and WCW? I don't know. So why to is me, that's like me. That's why I don't feel that I really should be part right. of it. Right. Why should Vince be responsible for guys who never even got here, well, some of them? The flip side of that would be if I own a business and I sell you that business and there's a bunch of liens against that business, you just bought the liens okay. as well. Um, Vince downloads all the... Uh, but the where does catalog. the NWA sit? Because WCW he purchased, but the NWA still exists. And yeah. most of those guys work for the NWA that I'm speaking of, yeah. you know? These but guys it, from a long time ago. But from a court, is it, do they just own the name, or is it, a, a, is it any kind of corporate... That's a great lineage? question. I, I don't what do you know. mean the NWA still exists? It still exists. It does? It's talking about NWA power. Which doesn't yeah, really I don't even know the what National that Wrestling is. Alliance Corbin. title is still out there. Oh, oh is that it? Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, okay. still out there yeah. on a very small it. scale, but it still does exist. That's, is that Chicago? I'm not sure. What, no, what I think it? in Atlanta they're doing it. Where, right? Is that what they're I based think so. out of? But don't hold me to it. I'm not it an looks, expert on it. it, it, it the, the visual look of the show looks like the old 10th and Techwood studio. It, it, it's like you're watching George Never see what channels it a little bit. Well, it was on YouTube. But I don't think it's pandemic. I'm not sure. Crushed it. They lost their momentum, and I haven't seen them on recently. So, but it was interesting. It was old school. It was what, like watching an old Florida Championship Wrestling show or something like oh, that. It was wow. Very Florida interesting. Championship Wrestling. I kind baby. of dug it. You know, I thought it was speaking cool. of Vince, he's getting older, right? Oh yeah. You know, you know sooner or later that time is going to come, I guess. If uh, either one of you had to, you know, talk at his funeral. Speak at his funeral. Wow. What would you say about him? Wow. I'd say thanks, dude. Me? <laughs> I would say thanks. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks for letting me live. That helped me live my life stream. There awesome. you go. Shane. Well, I mean, you can't argue with success, right? I mean, the guy. No promoter previous to Vince McMahon could have ever imagined the business to the level he took it. Mm. Uh, to be a publicly traded company, to be making billions of dollars with no fans, and you know, it's, it, he's really pulled a rabbit out of a hat with this. Um, but, you know, I, I think in full honesty, you'd have to give both sides that, right? I mean, he did incredible stuff with the business. The, the one thing that I have, I take umbrage with Vince on is I remember him saying to me in, in conversations in several interviews before and after, I'm sure most of the other guys in the dressing room at different times, that his, his goal in taking over the business from his dad, buying it from his dad, was he wanted to change, transform it and bring it into the 20th century then, right? Uh, uh, I guess implying that it was still being run like the 19th century. And he did. He succeeded beyond anybody's wildest dreams, except the, the talent is still being paid in the same manner it was being paid back in those dark ages of wrestling. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I still have my old contracts, and I pulled them out last week from my podcast, and there's a clause in there that I'm paraphrasing, uh, that you could work for any other promotion on the planet except... except and it listed all, like, New Japan, All Japan, ECW, WCW, any place you could make a living. Right. Um, when you look at it, the IRS has 20 or 21 criteria. If you wanted to file your taxes as an independent contractor, you have to meet all 21 of those. 
19 out of or 20 out of 21, no good. you're not an independent contractor. So uh, to me, a real independent contractor would be able to say, hey, Vince, next Monday's my kid's 21st birthday. I really want to be there, so I won't be here next Monday. And then the week after that, I'm going to fly down and hang out with my friends down on AEW. And while I'm there, I might as well pick up a paycheck and perform for them. That would be a true independent contractor. I think we all know the joke of what would happen if you tried to pull Well, you like could that. have, but then he would just terminate his agreement with you. Bingo, right? So you know, your contract would be ended. Um, but as soon as you accept it, from the way I interpret it, again, I'm no attorney, but with the way I interpret those 21 criteria is that, first of all, like six of them don't even loosely apply to the loosest interpretation of the door business. But as a house painter, if I decide to come paint your house today, you can't tell me I can't go paint his house tomorrow or hacks the day after that. Right. Uh, and I can, as, as long as we don't have a written contract, say I'll get it the next amount of time. But, but, but again, if you went and did hacks house, I could turn around to you and say, don't, you're not going to do any more of my houses anymore. True. Right? True. Right. Your house would be half painted. Uh, so, you know, it's the, the, the stuff that's really blowing my mind right now is that any kid, anybody, uh, they should all be firing their attorneys for having signed a contract that gives Vince the rights to their legal name. Uh, that is mind-blowing to me. What? Yeah. They, they, Vince what? Legal. Wait a minute. Hold Wait, on. Wait, so they so, can't use it afterwards? So, like, okay, so they've yeah. got third-party media. So basically, for example, you're a wrestler. You work for Vince. You then go open a Twitch channel, right? You've made all your money because of Vince, and then you, you the problem is now you're going under your real name. Vince sees it as side right cash now, but, that you're but, making off but of his company right because now, he got you famous. Here, here's the thing. You can They can use their real names, okay, if they didn't sign that contract giving them that. Like So if Kevin Nash was in the WCW and he used his real name, if he also was the character... Then you're signing over your name to Vince McMahon as gotcha. Kevin Nash. If you're Sandman and then you're not using your real name, you can go open a Twitch channel under your own name. But then Vince says, if you do that, you cannot work for me. Or you've got to give me a percentage. I mean, I think it's kind of fair. I don't know. Your thoughts? I mean, is this being selfish or being smart on well, Vince's end? You obviously would be in control if you're like, in an entertainment industry, right? You don't want your guys going out and being in drug deals or mm. you know shady sexual dealings mm. or whatever uh you know so there's obviously but that, i think that fault would fall more into the the uh, uh the scruples clause the uh the ethics clause um but we're like, like again i'm seeing like a, broad, a, a, a long span here so if the rock goes to hollywood and becomes exponentially bigger than he was in wwf not that he wasn't big in wwf but does that now give Vince the rights forever to say, well, I made you famous, so all that money you're making, I should get a cut of that? So, from what I understand, he does get a cut of when he was being presented as The Rock. When he goes off as Dwayne Johnson, he's off on his own. Right. That's from what I understand. So, perfect example is Selena Vega. Mm -hmm. Selena Vega had an agreement with the WWE, say she was making a buck twenty-five a year. Supposedly, she had a Twitch channel where she was making 400000 a year. She wow. took the option to leave the WWE and run under her real name and whatever she's doing because she was making more money with social media. That's her right. But again, I don't think people realize if you don't have, you have to pay people to market you. Yeah, that'll last for a while, and then you're, and then yeah, your numbers will, fail, will fade. You know, once Selena Vega, listen, once, once people aren't jerking off to Selena Vega anymore, <laughs> and she's not good looking anymore, oh guess what? 
Which is about five years from now. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm being anyway. look. I don't I'm not being pro Vince on oh, this, but she's, she's and I understand your point. But I think that if they go and spend all this money on you, you should not have the right to go make all the money on your the fame fake you, wrestling. The fame you acquire through the company that gave yeah. you the platform. Yeah. Well, but that that also is a double uh, a two lane road. Suppose you were over before you got there. Right. right. Like or, he was. Like, or you, like, wait a minute. If you take <laughs> ten wrestlers mm-hmm. and you push push them all to the moon, not all ten of those wrestlers are going to get over. Right. Uh, True. So. You know, some uh, one or two will. Uh, one or two will yeah. have to be repackaged, and they'll get over. Right. But the rest, they right. just won't. Right. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's something you know because we, the, the the whole world has has moved into places. Like I remember signing contracts that said you know, that you were giving up the rights to anything now in existence or to ever be. Like I, who on the planet in 1985 could have envisioned Bluetooth? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, that was Star Trek, right? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. They right. never do that. Right. And, and yet here it is. Um, and I, I don't know if the new contracts do address any of that uh, more deeply, but I, I think that because everything is moving so quickly, especially the technology fields, that yeah. they that needs to be addressed because it's going to be a, a big gray area. As it stands right now, the way I'm interpreting from the things I'm reading and the people that I've spoken to is that, you know, like Vince is claiming that because of their likeness, well, I can't change my face. I can't go out of the out of Vince's building and contort my face or put a mask on, uh, you know, or put the old Mark, Groucho Marx glasses on. Uh, I'm Troy Martin. This is what he looks like. And so, if I go out and do some side business and make money, does that give him rights to take that money because he owns my likeness? Uh, again, we're just in a gray area. You know, that I think it really has to be dug into and defined. They're going to always find it on their side, right? Obviously, I mean, every business would. That's not yeah, but it is your face. Right. So, but until it... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it is your face. I and, mean, what the fuck? You know, and, and stop and think in this business, right? I mean, there is one place, really, to make that, that huge living like that and get that kind of huge exposure. So, if you walk in there and they say, well, you know, I want your firstborn child. Uh, at some like where where do you say yes or no? Any any kid that I knew coming into business, me included, would have given our eye teeth to get into the business, right? Uh, we loved it so much. And so you sign away anything just to get in. Sign away anything just to get in. Is it fair to say that now there's two options? Because some of the people, the wrestlers in AEW, are making mad money. Yeah. So are there two options now? Have yeah, you- but for a lot of years there wasn't. You know what I mean? Until very recently in AEW. Yeah, of course. Has AEW arrived in your guys' eyes? Are they going to be here for a while? I don't know. It doesn't sound like it to me. He was telling me the ratings earlier, so I don't know. The ratings don't sound that great. Well, that's that's a a funny thing we were talking about, right? Do ratings even matter? Because guess what? But think about it. Why? Because there's so many different avenues you can get it besides TV. It's not much CTV. Like, I'm not going to... So, even this point, let me just put it this way. It used to be much CTV. If, If ratings mattered that much... Peacock wouldn't have handed Vince McMahon and the WWE one billion, billion dollars, dollars to rent their network. Right, a billion but, dollars. That's Vince. But with it, that's not they're not basing it off TV ratings. They're also basing it off the hundred billion views or something the of, whole, the, of the online that's, stuff. That's right. what I'm the trying whole, to say. It's like baseball. I got to be honest. So with ratings you. have been diminished then with if, every all these other options. I yeah, so why is there another rating? What? There should be another system. Like, you know how the Nielsen rating used to be TV? Yeah, I think right. There should be another realding that adds in all that Everything. other shit. Yeah. Right. 
You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, that makes get too much that. sense. Have that done by the time I get back. I get will. Back <laughs> the one thing I'll say about well, I'm watching the analytics right now with you right now, so we're doing all right. Yeah, how are we doing? Is he Good. still continuing? He's doing great. Okay. He's doing great. A couple <laughs> comments about, about AEW. Uh, first of all, you can go there and make a good penny for a handful of guys, but you're not getting that global exposure. Right, so you know the other stuff that they can't make money on anyway. So it's you know it's all really what the, what the individual is looking for and what they want to get out of this. Mm. I, I think most of them. Want or if to you just have so much fucking money that you don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's but as far as, as far as the ratings go, the TV ratings, uh, you know, TNT is or was footing the production costs for that. I would seem to think that at some point they're, they're relative to something. Other they wouldn't be keeping the TV ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you see those ratings, they started off at the 1.4 million the first week, dropped to 700. Over the last year and a half, it's been 750, 800, a couple times nine, but right. right back down to the sevens. Right. If you draw that out in a long line, you're going to have a, lot, a straight line with a few bumps up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've shown zero propensity to really grow the company. And unless they have some outlet, like Vince has the the network and now has all these other outlets right. with uh, Fox and, and uh, Do they do a lot of house shows? No, no, they don't do that. So the WWE fucking grow a company fucking without outsourcing. Well, well, WWE announced even if COVID cancels, and I don't know how true it is, they are going to stop doing house shows. Right. Which is it's it's a crazy revenue source. What? Yeah. They're going to stop doing house shows. This is sad, man. This is sad. They're just going to do live pay per views and live Raws and live SmackDowns. That's it. This is. Are you. COVID killed Marianne. It's killing house shows. It's doing that. And it's Shane, bad. just so, so you know, I, I had forgotten about this. Bobby Lincoln wrote out there, AEW just signed a three-year deal with TNT. See, so again, so to your water, point, are they the ones paying for the production? Is TNT paying? Is this yeah. flipping the bill for this? I don't know. Well, again, the ratings have, have all changed. At one point, is worth more than it used to be. Uh, we're seeing lowered ratings across the board. Everything is down, right? Uh, but for a company like TNT, uh, I rem- and I'm probably going to so don't hold me specifically to the numbers, but the week that WCW got bought by Vince, they did a, like a five-something in the ratings, or near five. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, the last I checked, it was like five years ago. In the time since TNT sold it, the, the, the next highest rating was something like 16 percent, like 16 points behind what, what that wrestling did that final time. So uh, they'd probably give their eye teeth to have any kind of rating that was even in that ballpark or in that direction. And I think also there's probably a lot in TNT looking at the history of TBS, TNT, you know, the whole uh, uh, Turner uh, uh, outlets, that the connection that it always had to professional wrestling and trying to, to, I think, pull some of that back. But again, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe they'll be happy with having that straight line. Uh, going forward, I, I cannot imagine that a network that sold WCW when it was doing those ratings, if it's any of the same people still involved, that they're willing to keep floating production costs on a company that's got ratings doing this. It's mm-hmm. just treading water. Just treading water. Right. Yeah. All right. So you guys got a sign in to go to. Um, we got one final question from the Pharaoh. First of all, I want to say thank you for this wonderful interview. You guys are very, very intelligent, very fantastic. All right, the Pharaoh's final question. Boy, oh boy, I've been wanting to ask this ever since I heard you guys were coming on, and I'm really praying that Sandman gives me a a really well thought out answer because I can't wait to hear his answer. <laughs> well, there's no chance of that, well, dude. So there I go. <laughs> oh well, might as well just get rid of this, um, guys. I'm going to ask you because we do this often. We talk about you know 
Who is the Mount Rushmore? I'm going to ask you to give me four names. And yes, I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm dying to know. Who is the Mount Rushmore, in your guys' opinion, each of you, the Mount Rushmore of ECW? Give me four names. I, I guess don't know, you... like us two, Van Dam and Dreamer and Sabu. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Someone's going to have to be off that. There's four. Yeah. It's got to be four. So who right, is well, Shane's off. It'll be me, <laughs> Dreamer, <laughs> Sabu, and Van Dam. Oh, man. <laughs> The greatest what else am I supposed to say right now? Okay. No, I know. I, I, Shane I'm next. I'm just curious. Just I, curious. I see that I'm the mountain. So okay. their, their faces are on my mountain. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Uh, that okay. was an ESS answer if I ever heard one. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Is ESS a, on the mountain? Oh, that was a time. Eric was just saying he's the mountain on the way here. It's hilarious. Oh God. I that was myself in. I Sims. If Sims could make oh, love no, to himself, yeah. he would do it 24 seconds. Oh, so would I! Talk about redefining keeping in touch with yourself. This All is right. ridiculous. Shane, who do you got, brother? I'd have Funk on there uh, because Funk brought the legitimacy Harry to it. Funk? Sabu. I'd have Hack on there because these guys were all so integral to like the, the, the brand itself. Funk, right? Sabu, Sandman. Okay. And beyond that, I think you have to have, you know, a baby face, like I'm guessing, like a, a Tommy Dreamer that represents that. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, it, it's. And, it, and he was a, an original, too. Like yeah. an original, original, like me. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, without Funk, I mean, Funk was like the, 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 the engine yeah. of the place for the first year, right? We were all following his lead. Yeah, it was um, fuck interesting. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I was so green. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but there's a shitload of people in that dressing room that, that would qualify for being up there, right? It's. Uh, the most talented dressing room I was ever in, and the hard, by far the hardest working. Is Rob Van Dam? Last last little thought: Is Rob Van Dam probably the most responsible for some of the wrestling we see today with the the aerial moves and the flipping and the flying? He seemed to open up a door back in those days that most wrestlers. I don't were. know. Eddie Guerrero was doing a pretty good job yeah, of it. Go. And, uh, and then he made a pitch well, stop. In our, yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. And Ray. Right. Right, he was there in the beginning, even psychosis, you know, you know, those guys. Sure, sure. Sure, magical. Great stuff. Great stuff. Mikey? All right. Well, I want to thank you guys. I want you to stay safe. Uh, Have a good time out in Queens. I'm sure there'll be thousands of fans waiting for you guys. (laughs) ESS. 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 Where the fuck are my shoes? Where the fuck are my shoes? Where's he going? Oh, he's putting his shoes on. Oh, hold on a second. If you you didn't know, you're watching Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV. You can catch catch Monty DeFaro on the Facebook Live, Monty DeFaro page. The YouTube page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and Twitch TV. (laughs) We'll see you next Thursday where me and Jimmy Farrell will be in studio. And then followed by, I think on March 5th, we've got Stars and Stripes. And then March 6th, Bob Backlund. Have a good day, Farrell. This is the Farrell. Until next time, later.